0: What we're going over is um, originally i was going to make a four-part series on uh, related to just young mothers okay um and i think this is important for those that are young mothers if you're expecting but i think also majority is not expecting right uh, uh but i think still nevertheless this is something maybe you still good to go through uh to go through with this because uh, the reality is this um at your church uh, or your family and friends as you have l- young little ones, I see, I love looking at Zoom scene, um, Emery eating his food, Izzy over there just smiling, putting her hands up, okay? And Emma earlier, like with her cheeks, right? Just so adorable. And Timothy just walking off, okay? Uh, Timothy actually reminded me of one of the kids at Good Time Learning. He's like five years old. Looks like a five-year-old version of little timothy It's just so adorable and his name is victor okay and i always think like, man this looks like victor jr okay one of these days i'm gonna have to ask permission to take his picture okay um and then thinking about uh Emily, okay and uh, look at my daughters the reality is this um as we have all these kids uh someone in your life will probably go to you for what advice about being a mom okay so today that's why i want to go over this is more about uh, preparing for motherhood okay and normally I do my work, right? You guys know that when I prepare a sermon, I, I do the work. I hope you guys realize that, or it's maybe evi- hopefully it's evidence. Um, but this, actually, the study is actually different than most in the sense that um, I didn't cheat, but I had a good reference called Nancy Ruth Lee, okay? So my wife was actually very instrumental in helping me because why, uh, I don't wanna talk about motherhood and I'm not a mother. Um, but just also as well with this, okay? So I think it's helpful just to know these things also as well because in, in let's just say, in a scenario that we're, I'm using for this is actually for biblical counseling, is also to be available for someone, what happened when they're ready to be a mom? Uh, what would you say? What are the things to, to keep in mind with that, okay? And today's uh, outline, uh, what we want to go over for our lesson today is really what I would say the three C's, okay? Of preparing for motherhood. During pregnancy, okay. So um, this is just a part of a series that I want to do of preparing for motherhood, okay, in different stages of life, okay. Uh, what I'm gonna cover today is gonna or tonight is gonna be during pregnancy, but afterward I want to cover um, even the early infant days, that kind of thing also as well, and and the struggle of going to church with a young one, right? Uh, I think some of you guys have been through that road before, and it is very hard to go to church with a uh, kid okay in fact i think if i were to ask my wife the hardest time ever to go to church in our entire life was probably when they are what infants newborns okay talk to me raise your hand if if that's true for you okay i think that was definitely seeing how hard it was for my wife to leave the door was like wow um that was the grace of god And yet, we want to talk about that, okay? And various parts, and also attending church, that kind of thing with kids. But for today, we're going to be looking more for um, during pregnancy. And again, right now, like I said, some of you guys might not be pregnant and say, hey, this is irrelevant, I don't need to pay attention. But also, as we go over some of these things about consolation and what God requires of us, there is impact for even for those um, of us that are not right now pregnant, right? But yet, also for parenting in general. But nevertheless, keep in the back of the mind that, Other women, younger women, those maybe in life stages before you, or or correction, uh, following after you, they'll be seeking you for advice, and this is something I think is good to have as a link, even in the future, say, hey, I'm going to go teach them something, you know, what what could I say, right? And then you could just use that, and then go as a springboard to teach, and to encourage, and to exhort, and counsel. Um, But mainly, hopefully, to encourage, okay? So today, we're going to be looking at this, okay, um, what I say, the three C's, okay, of during pregnancy, okay. And these are, I want to go over the challenges, um, because young mothers need to know that, okay, the challenges of during pregnancy, the consolation, um, that is a comfort from God, okay, and also the commitment, that is what we're supposed to do in terms of what God wants, obligation from us, okay. So these three C's, I want to go over that, okay. Um, first and foremost, there's the challenges, yes, okay there's the challenges uh the first part in just writing this is i wrote down morning sickness okay Uh, morning sickness okay um some moms though don't have morning sickness and what i mean by that is they have what all day sickness okay all day sickness um and even if a mom does not have any sickness the first trimester for instance that doesn't mean the second trimester they don't have morning sickness or Um, All day sickness or evening sickness or whatever else you fill in the blank, okay? Or that doesn't even mean, also, as well, if you're two trimester you're safe, that doesn't mean the third trimester, right? Because some moms, man, the third trimester everything gets really difficult and even more uncomfortable, right? So that's the challenges, okay? The other challenge, also, as well, um, is discomfort, right? With a pregnant belly, okay? Um, And also concern maybe about weights and appearances. And even the fear of childbirth, okay? Those are the real challenges, okay? Any other challenges you guys have that you guys could even unmute and even throw out there so I could even beef up my outline the next time I teach this? Any other challenges that you guys want to share? Also, as well. Nancy, you you look like you're ready to share anything? Okay. Nancy, you remember going through this a month ago? Two months ago? Okay. Yeah, my wife remembers we prepared this together. Two months ago, okay? Um, Although she might say she prepared nine years ago when. We were first pregnant. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, anything else to add? Challenges. Okay. If not, let's go to consolation. So those are challenges, um, pretty common one. Okay. And this is a part where the meat of our um, study is really the uh, comfort. Um, and by the way, I think as a Christian life, because our life is driven by God's grace, right? Obedience is always driven by the grace of God as our motivation. That's why I want to go over consolation or comfort first in light of the challenges and then later on what we are to do which is the third part of the c which is commitment okay so with the next part that we have or the next part we have is consolation okay what could god's word console us with the challenges and difficulties of the season of motherhood in the days of pregnancy number one we need to remember the child in the womb is a gift from the lord okay Straight up, just the thing that uh, with all the challenges I think we must put in perspective That a child in the womb is a gift from the Lord Okay, let's turn with me real quick to Psalm 127, verse 3 Okay, Psalm 127, verse 3 If I could have um, Chris Chan, would you be able to read that out loud for us? Unmute and read that out loud for us Psalm 127, verse 3 Psalm 127, verse 3 sons are a heritage from the Lord children a reward from him yeah beautifully stated okay Um, here it says what that sons that is what male child right Um, is a gift from the Lord okay Um, and the fruit of the womb is uh, a reward okay so we see here uh, my version says children okay because it's not just only a boy okay um says that they're actually a gift from the Lord. So I think in light of that, I think the first line you see, it's very clear that a, ch- a children is a gift from the Lord. But I love how the second line clarify. Like some of us could think, oh, it's a, a blessing once they're no longer in the womb. Once they're a grown adult, okay? Because uh, sometimes you even hear young mothers in struggling say, oh, I can't wait till my children are older, that kind of thing. But if they're older, that means also we're getting older, okay? But here nevertheless, you see in verses 3, and second line shows what time and what season that is, okay? Uh, the season of that is what? The fruit of the womb is a reward, okay? So continuing how that's a gift from God, it's during the time of even when they are what? In the womb. That it is a, a child is a blessing. Listen, it's not just only when they're grown up, when they're taking care of you, when they're rolling 6K after they finish Harvard, what? Medical school, okay? Or business school, whatever. It's also when even when they're in the womb, it's already a precious gift from God. Okay? So we need to keep that in perspective. Okay? We need to keep that in perspective. Um, and I love how even in the Hebrew, right, it says, Behold. I think in our English version, not all of it has that. And that's call attention and say, Hey, it's almost like snapping the finger and say, Hey, this is important. Don't miss this. Don't downplay this. This is important. Pay attention. Focus. The truth of God is what? That a child is a gift from the Lord, even in the days when they are in the womb. Okay? so find comfort with that okay so how does this apply let's just say you're a mom at church there's a young woman that just got pregnant got married has is pregnant and they're going through a lot of trials and difficulty and they call one of the ways to encourage and by the way all of us are called to be skillful with God's word okay it's not just only pastors that's called to apply God's word All of us okay. In fact I think Sometimes if we do it Just as another brother To another brother Or another sister To another sister Right That's even more encouraging Because it's not like Oh Jimmy has an agenda That's his job He has to do it But it's also We go alongside Right The church is not just A pastor going up there And a dog and pony show But you as another mom You saying this verse And saying Very gently Saying Hey sister I know you're going through a lot But keep this verse in perspective You know what that this child is still a gift from the Lord. That's what God's Word says. That's God's interpretation. That, guess what? It says the fruit of the womb is a reward. Okay? Is a reward. So I think that goes much more deeper than if it's coming from myself, for instance. Okay? Again, there's a place that all of us play. But you moms, knowing this verse, helps us to re- encourage uh, and also to encourage and disciple and also biblically counsel other moms. Let's see, the second point of consolation or comfort is this. Knowing that you being pregnant, God is accomplishing a great work through you, okay? It's not just only the child is a gift from the Lord, but this verse teaches also as well that when you're pregnant, God is actually working through you, okay? God is actually working through you also as well, even when you're pregnant with child. Turn with me real quick to Psalm 139, okay? If you guys can, turn with me to Psalm 139. Psalm 139, okay, verses 13 to 15. Uh, Edward, if you want to be so brave as to unmute and read verses 13 through 15. Psalm 139, verses 13 to 15. Would you formed my inward parts knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearful and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being yeah, this is an incredible song okay psalm one thirty nine is encouraging us with many attributes of God, for instance, that he's all present, that he's what all knowing he knows things before it happens before we says any words out of our lips, okay all that is meant to encourage the Christian life, but also in this context, what these we see in these verses thirteen and fourteen is also God's incredible work of what creating a physical human life, okay. God creating a human physical life is incredible, as you see in this verse, okay? This verse attests that it is amazing what God does in creating a baby in the womb. And you shouldn't forget that if God's working in the baby in the womb, there would no be no baby if there was no what? Mother, okay? Uh, if there cannot be any uh, baby being formed, humanly speaking, unless there's a mother. So be encouraged that God is actually working through you, okay? God is working through you. And I think that's incredible. Even non-believers recognize the beauty of that, right? Even non-believers, when they tell people, hey, you know what, I'm with child, people generally get very, what? Joyful, happy, and celebratory. By the way, I know uh, we don't want to downplay the sin of fornication, that is, uh, sex, uh, you know, or relations outside of marriage, okay? But at the same time, even in the midst of sin sometimes, right? Where people, because of fornication, they have children outside of wedlock, outside of marriage. Nevertheless, that child is still a precious thing, okay? I know it's a very hard line to walk, right? Celebrating the birth of a child or, or, or a life being brought about. And yet also as well, okay, there's a serious sin. But still what we see in this passage here. Listen, what we see in this passage here is what? That knowing um, that you're pregnant, for those that are mom. God is still accomplishing a great work through you, okay? God is still working and accomplishing a great th- work through you of bringing human life, okay? And that should be incredible, okay? I'd encourage you guys, okay? Um, Actually, sometimes with moms, I think it's encourage- uh, just a good project to do is what? Go out there and actually read up all those medical journals or articles or even a medical textbook of just how incredible a baby in the womb is. In fact, uh... I was recently reading a book on just the first part is embryology. A lot of it is about the human biological aspect of us being formed in the womb. And I was just blown away, okay? Even non-believers are blown away, which is how incredible complex that you and I could be formed, right? For instance, even the fact that our eyes were being formed inside, you know, our eyes is actually more proportionally disproportional when we're born okay our eyes are actually more bigger um then our rest of our body later change right like most of the part of our body is kind of proportional not really right our arms are a little shorter than what it later would become right um but nevertheless it's just amazing just to think of how we're formulated and it's so unfortunate the book later on after the first part of just incredible thing of like wow god's working and then saying like you were in the womb and all that then the next part of the book is like okay abortion is okay You know, we shouldn't guilt trip. It was like, oh, whoa. You just went over all these objective scientific things. And the next part, you get crazy liberal on us, on the readers, okay? But reading this, what I'm trying to say of all of this is that it's incredible what God is doing inside the womb, inside, quote-unquote, the stomach, right? Um, Or the the tummy of the mom, right? A little more technically correct, right? Um, So be encouraged knowing that being pregnant God is accomplishing a great work through you. Here's also a third encouragement in light of all the challenges of young moms that is going through pregnancy. The third uh, consolation or comfort is meditate and or memorize the truth that God cares for you, okay? That God cares for you. I think it's a verse worth memorizing. I think it is worth me- memorizing for all season of life, but how much more so for those that are going through this season. Of being a young mom while pregnant with all the challenges that follows comes with it, okay? First Peter five seven. First Peter five seven. Victor, could you be able to read, unmute, and just read that out loud for us? Is that okay? First Peter chapter five verse seven. Casting all your anxiety on him because he cares. Yeah. Notice God's word very clearly states what. That God cares for us and therefore that's why we could cast the Greek verb there is to throw okay We put all our anxiety we could get rid of it. We have the human responsibility of getting rid of it. How? By taking it and giving it to God okay Um, Sometimes people try to cast off anxiety in unbiblical ways right they try to numb themselves play video games Whatever else Uh, but that doesn't solve the problem the way it does like when we take it to God okay So you want to catch your anxiety in the right way, otherwise it come back with a vengeance. Okay, in terms of how you are even more anxious. Okay, Um, where it comes back sevenfold, etc. So here you see in this verse, we need to meditate on God's truth that He cares for us. Okay, Um, we need to meditate it. It's good to memorize it. Okay, Uh, I also gave a link. It's worth clicking sometimes. uh, uh, Expositing this verse of how is exactly you could apply. This verse about dealing with our anxiety. Um, for most of us, we're worried even without pregnancy, right? How much more in the midst of everything else in life, when a mom, A new mom especially, is now carrying with a child, right? So here we need to memorize that verse and other verses like it, where God cares for us. Okay, I love that. Uh, let's go to fourth number, uh, point number four, in terms of consolation. Okay, uh, meditate and or memorize that God is with you, okay? That God is with us, okay? Turn with me real quick to Isaiah 41, verse 10. Let's turn to Isaiah 41, verse 10. Isaiah 41, verse 10. Oh, man. Izzy, you're eating ice cream. Is that chocolate ice cream? Okay. I need to get ice cream after this, okay? Uh, Isaiah 41, verse 10, okay? Isaiah 41, verse 10. It says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be anxious. Look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. This is incredible. Isaiah, with all the midst of all its prophecies, with everything else, and even in strong condemnation of sin and everything else, here is a comfort for those who are believers. The comfort for the believer here is what? That God says that he is with us because he is with us notice it says we could say do not fear right it says we should also not even be anxious okay and because God is with us notice what God does it follows from the fact that God is with us that he will strengthen you okay and he will help you and he will uphold you right That he will not let you go away melted right and that means that we got to trust in him that he is with us okay Uh, We go to Him in prayer, yes, but we could go to Him in prayer anywhere and everywhere, in all places, because what? He is with us, okay? The other uh, encouragement is also keep the pregnancy in perspective, okay? This is where my wife was helpful, okay? in bearing three of my kids, this is what um, she made a good point of comfort for her, is keep in mind that pregnancy is also what? Not forever, okay? Uh, pregnancy is not forever Uh, human pregnancy is usually for how long about 9 to uh, 10 months months, okay technically my wife is saying is 10 months or 40 weeks okay Um, and I think also that keeps in perspective okay Um, that it is not forever so even when you're going through that season it is not forever Fortunately, by the grace of God and by the way there's also some animals out there that actually have longer time period of pregnancy I think uh elephants is pregnant for what two years okay two years could you imagine two years okay i think giraffe is like a long time also as well okay but if you ever see like i mean elephants are something else right like man um like you know imagine an elephant carrying a baby elephant i mean baby elephant are huge okay they're pretty big okay um even giraffes you ever see those videos i mean Giraffes, I mean, ah, man, I'm glad I'm not a baby giraffe, right? Talk about the drop, okay? Talk about how far a drop is. you ever see it in National Geographic, right? When they're finally, it's a long time pregnancy, and then when it gives birth, it's like that baby first thing is, bam, the trauma of life falling on the ground. And then you, eventually a little bit, and then it's going to start crawling up and, and start walking. I mean, it's just so traumatic, okay? By the way, human baby's birth is also pretty traumatic. You guys realize there's like a 20 to 30 degree, um, Fahrenheit change from inside the mother's what womb to outside there's like a 30 degree drop okay I mean I don't know if you guys ever been in like a very hot day and all of a sudden you just fly to another country and it's like 30 degrees lower it's pretty what pretty dramatic okay I remember when I was uh in Iraq it was 130 degree that summer was like the hottest in like years you know, 130 degrees, then when we got to Kuwait, and I remember all those uh, Marines in Kuwait that were like support, logistical support, they didn't go to Iraq, they are saying, oh, we're sorry, the air conditioning doesn't work, it's only at 85 degrees, and like, wow, that big drop was incredible, okay, and then getting on the airplane was even more freezing, I mean, like, the air, you know, airplane is air conditioning, and then coming back in September in San Diego, when it got so cold to 70 degrees, it was like, whoa it was almost like uh, we were wearing sweaters right we're putting on heavy jackets cuz it was like wow 130 to what 70 degrees that's like 50 degrees change okay i bring us to say it's also human body also as well i mean just a traumatic experience involved that but still nevertheless remember it is not forever okay it is not forever okay so keep that in perspective i know for my wife um when you know we thought very likely Hannah would be our last But I think my wife was able to just even enjoy that pregnancy more. I know that's hard to say. But putting it, what, in proper perspective. Hey, this is, bear my child. I'm not going to go through this season again in my life, okay? Maybe some of it is hard to grasp, but I think that's where, man, I don't know. Sometimes Nancy just kind of blows me away with that, okay? But just keep that in perspective. It is not forever, okay? It is not forever. Other truth to keep in perspective um. You also can't worry about all the what ifs, right? Because sometimes, part of pregnancy, people are wondering, right? Oh, am I healthy? Am I eating okay? And everything else. What if this happens to my child? What if that? What if that moment where, oh man, you know, um, I didn't eat as much of this. I didn't eat or much of that. I didn't have this. What well, we gotta be responsible. But there's also you need to keep in perspective of what that you can't worry about all the what ifs, okay? Though all the what if is infinite, right? It's massive possibility what you can invent for yourself. Yet also, well, um, point number seven: know ahead of time that people will also say all kinds of crazy things. Okay, isn't that very true? Um, when people are pregnant, people all of a sudden feel like uh, they have a right to give you advice. <coughs> true or not? Okay. By the way, I also think it's also interesting that people, once you're pregnant, suddenly your body is not yours. Right? You could go to a grocery store, and suddenly everybody feel that you know that public domain of the tummy. Right. People could touch or whatever else Is it true? It's almost like Hey, what's going on, right? Um, before that, it's like Hey, your body Whatever else in our world But once it is People feel like Oh man And then they feel, and it's almost like a, Sometimes I also feel When people are pregnant It's almost as if They have a Charlie Brown sign You know the Charlie Brown Where someone has like a Help for five cents, right? They feel like Suddenly you're like A psychologist A therapist They could go to you Of all their things like, Oh, you know what? I lost my child when I was um, uh, they, when I, we had a stillborn then also they come share things that are sometimes very intimate and very uh, what very personal and sometimes I think unfortunately and sometimes people give all kinds of what advice that's not necessarily always helpful so in light of this I think the encouragement here is what know ahead I think if you know ahead of time that a not everything people say is helpful. Um, and that people will say crazy things. I think knowing is half the battle. Okay, knowing is half the battle. Okay, and just be ready that people will say all kinds of things, including things like say, "Oh, you shouldn't have another child. What are you doing? You're dumb. You're silly. All of that." Okay. So I bring that as to say that it's important to keep things in perspective. Okay, that people will say crazy things, and we just sometimes have to. You can't control the other person, right? You don't want to be the person that. It's so mad that people know right away they can't say anything at all. That's not the place to be. Even then, people still say a crazy thing. So just realize that as half the battle, okay? Uh, point number eight as a comfort is also have a biblical view of what? Of beauty, okay? Proverbs 31 verse 30. I think we often know this verse about like beauty is not everything. But remember in the context, this is talking about what? This is talking about a mother and a wife. Okay, in the context of Proverbs 31 It's talking about a godly mother and a godly wife. Proverbs 31:30, 30, this is what it says. Charm is what? Deceitful. Say deceitful. Okay, deceitful. Okay, that is what? Charm lies. Okay, um, beauty is in vain. Okay, beauty is in vain. And a woman who, fe- but a woman. Notice the strong contrast. But a woman, right, who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Okay, so we need to also put what beauty in perspective. Okay, I bring you this up to say with this verse is that when people are pregnant, sometimes their body change. They're not going to be looking what, like, like what they were before. They might not be a super skinny. Okay. Here it says what. Remember that charm is what deceitful beauty is in vain so that does not mean physical beauty is all bad okay the word for vain here is the idea that it is fleeting okay what do you mean by that is it's breath literally uh beauty is breath what i mean by that is you breathe out on a cold day right you see that breath breathed out it's only appears for a little bit and then it is what it's gone okay notice the verse here is meant to be an encouragement for mothers not to be depressed okay it's not meant in, in authorial intent to be discouraging, but it's to be encouraging to say, hey, focus on things that do last, which is what? Godliness. And there is a godliness that is very beautiful in a woman, okay? Uh, even if you're old or whatever else, I think this is what we need to keep this in perspective, okay? Also, the verse in context is meant to be an encouragement for mothers because two verses later, what does it say? It says, Her children rise up and blesses her. Her Husband also, and her praise, he praises her, saying... Okay, so you see here, this is supposed to be meant for mothers, okay? Not just only a wife, that doesn't have any kids. Which, um, in other parts of the world, that's probably uh, harder to imagine, right? Because most of the part of the world is like, oh, if you're married, of course you're going to have kids. Almost a, the a default. But I you know, in our culture, in the West today, that's not necessarily the case, right? People's, women's career, that kind of thing. But here we see, definitely, for mothers... And for wives, A, hey, it's okay. Keep this in perspective. Beauty is for a little bit, okay? Um, so even as for sisters who are pregnant, it is okay. Our body will change even for men, right? Sometimes dad has what? The sympathy belly? I think that's what Nancy calls it, right? With the husband, okay? But realize, hey, we will change, okay? You don't want to, listen, you don't want to look like... Please don't be a mom that looks like it's thick. I'm going to buy you a $6 burger from Carl's Jr., because okay? it's just like, oh, okay, hey, come on You know, like, hey, this is where, what You, you, you know, this is part of uh, uh, With that keeping beauty in perspective, okay Point number nine related to this is what Weight changes is natural and is healthy, okay We need to say this, okay um, You guys know my mom is originally from Laos And I know my mom told me when we were little Like, hey, you know, the beauty in America The standard of beauty is different In different parts of the world you know uh, the beauty the standard I know for us in the US if you drive around town you'll see there's something called like tan center or not burn center tan tan what do you call it? tanning yeah tanning okay where people want to look dark I remember growing up my mom was saying why would people ever want to look darker wouldn't you want to be lighter, right? That's why you look at Monterey Park when driving, right? You see those moms that like have like, you know, like they have the windshield. It's, their car already has a windshield. They have another shield, right? And then they have, what do you call it, long gloves, right? And then it's like anything. They don't want anything. To t- they want to look as pale as, I don't know, the you know. Pale as the moon, that's what Nancy says. But you know what? You know, I realized the standard is different because in Laos, my mom was saying like, hey, you know, every little girl is going to be tan because what? Every girl works in the field. For the peasants, right? So the people that are light-skinned is what? Is privilege, okay? And my mom was also saying like, yeah, the standard of beauty there in Laos is a little more thick, right? By the way, when you look at a lot of statues, you remember when you took like archaeology or like social science when you are in school in elementary? Remember like they always show like fraternity or maternity thing where they it's always like the statue of a woman is what? The standard of beauty is always really what? Oh, Nancy says, how do you pronounce it? Voluptuous. Voluptuous, right? Like, it's like over-exaggerated. big Like, why is that? Okay, you know, and my mom was also telling me, like, yeah, this beauty contest in Laos is like, the women are, you know, big white elephant, okay? You get the idea, okay? And that's because what? It's just the standard is different. And I think one thing, what I'm trying to say with this observation is this, is there is a part, yes, culture plays in the beauty, but I also think in light of also this is also as well is that, you know what, um, Being a mom, it's okay with all the worries if you're pregnant, your body's changed, and that should be normal, and that should be healthy, that moms should look different, okay? You should not be those that you're trying to be a little 13-year-old. You know, I'm so glad I married my wife. I don't want a 13-year-old teeny bopper, okay? That's just gross, okay? That's just weird, okay? So you don't also want to be those people that's like 60, 70 years old and still say, hey, 60 and 70 is the new 20s, right? And then you don't know your age and you put on those horrible blue lipsticks or whatever blue things they're trying to blue to be, you, you know, you also need to realize, hey, you know what? You want to be what? Your age with the beauty that follows. So in this encouragement, what I'm trying to say of all this in the midst of all the jokes and everything else is what? Uh, Weight change is natural and beautiful, okay? And find comfort in praying to God about your pain and worries, okay? Let's go to that part. There's also some part that's also very real about pain and worries. So find comfort praying to God about that, okay? As the 10th encouragement. 11th encouragement is also pregnancy is a beautiful time in your life. It's a, 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 a beauty of a different season, okay? Um, yeah, it is. I think that's uh, important, you know? I treasure those times when my wife was also pregnant. I think the beauty is a different kind, but I think it's also realized with that too, Okay. 12 also have the church pray for you as also another form of comfort have the church pray for you your child your pregnancy and all your delivery all your worries all of that okay by the way most people are generally excited for you being pregnant usually right Uh, in our church right usually you think about prayer meeting when someone says oh you know what i'm going to graduate this semester people are just like oh you know i mean you always have people that kind of be like okay because yeah well everyone graduate college or that's the assumption in our social economic circles okay um, I remember, you know, by the way, that also shouldn't be taken for granted. I remember when I was in the Marines, it was unfortunate that I met with some of the Marines alumni that I served with uh, many years later when one of our Marines committed suicide from PTSD. Okay, some of the comment thing. I remember some of the Hispanic Marines, now were much older, were saying like, hey, you know what? One of the guys would telling me, you know, like, like, he's more like a cholo kind of Marines. So he was like, you know, I went to like my my cousin's, you know, like, his uh, graduation, and, like, it's so cool, and he says, but you Asians are something else, like, you make me ashamed, because, you know, here we are with our signs when, you know, they say, you know, Rodriguez, I don't know, Lopez, and we're like, wah, celebrating everything else, sign- going all crazy, and then all of a sudden, we're all celebrating, and then all of a sudden, you Asian kids, you graduate with your summa cum laude, and your dads are just sober, like, hmm. Like, you know, when's grad school? And we're like, and then I feel ashamed. Like, we're just barely making, we're just happy. And I was like, hey, man, don't feel ashamed. Like, man, that should be also a challenge for us. We should be thankful. We should not take it for granted, right? Talk to me now. And uh, and I'm to this is this. When we talk about prayer sometimes, when we ask people to pray, praise report, other people don't praise. But generally, when you look at churches, usually, right, when people say, hey, I'm pregnant, is there a lot of good response? probably the most joyful response. Talk to me now. I also think sometimes when you say, hey, someone's saved. At least for me, when going to our church, when I say, hey, you know what? Uh, Raymond just said he got saved. Praise the Lord. Like people yeah, wow, praise God. But, but versus when we say, hey, you know what? Noelle is pregnant and she has a child. It was like, yeah, where's the baby child? And all of that, okay? So in light of, what I'm trying to say is this. In the midst of the time of pregnancy, it's also a time when you say to someone, hey, pray for me, people are generally, yeah, praise God, when's your baby shower, right, when can we both celebrate, okay, When? when's the baby come? so in light of that, that's also a time to say, hey, you know what, of all the prayer requests people have, people I think generally are happy to pray for you, um, and I think most people don't see it as a burden, so in light of this, go to the Lord and pray, and ask others to pray for you, also your anxiety, your, the baby's health, right, uh, your own health, People are generally excited in the church to pray for you. Even those that are not moms, even those that are moms, grandmas, everyone, the pastor, everyone else, right? And by the way, when you say you're pregnant in our church, is the pastor excited? Am I excited? Yes. Because I think of all the potential of youth group, right? And all the VBS and all the thing is like, wow, this is another person to disciple, right? And everything else. It's just and it's just just happy, right? I mean just the church with running around all these little kids, right? All these little little minions, all these little Edwards and Margarets and Chris and Nancy's and Victor's and Wendy's, like, oh man, it's like awesome. Okay? It's a holistic ministry. Okay. I'm so glad. You know what? Can I say this? I am you know, like yesterday night someone was asking me. Um, the question is like, okay, what are you teaching? And I was telling this guy on my blog what I'm doing. And he's like, are you a, what kind of pastor? Are you a youth pastor? Or are you like, what kind of pastor? And I say, I'm an English pastor. You know, one of the things I love about our church ministry in a small ethnic church is I'm not just a youth pastor, Right. I'm not even just the adult pastor. Like sometimes you see in other churches, they specialize. I love the holistic thing because that's real life, right? I love on Sunday after uh, uh, Friday afternoon with well, Victor. Thank you, Victor. Hosting. Hey, let's work with the teens to talk about disciplines of a godly man. I love even little kids, and we haven't done it well for couples meeting. Let's like let's go through teaching the kids, right? Going over, it, 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 I love that challenge, right? I love it because and, and that's real life because it helps me teach my daughters more for homeschooling, okay? You might say, oh, he's so self, selfless. No, it's not. It's also for my own training to teach my kids well and I'm experimenting with your kids, okay? But anyways, I bring this to say all of this, right? We should be joyful of a, a real life church life celebrating with different people's seasons and chapters in their life, okay? All of this encouragement leads us to the next point of commitment, with all these things to encourage us in the season of during pregnancy, yet God also requires things from us. But notice we lay down what God wants from us first, and then now we or what's God's grace and help first, and then we go over what people should do. Okay, so even with those of you guys that are not pregnant right now, I know some of you guys are seasoned veterans, right? If you guys wear military uniform, you guys have like rows of medals, right, and, and like ribbons and stuff. You, you guys are like. Decorate it out, okay? But what you guys could do, even with other moms that are new moms, moms who are pregnant, these are things to keep them reminded of commitments. That is things that they should be doing, okay? Number one, you know, um, sing to the child in utero spiritual songs, okay? Sing to them spiritual songs. You wanna start being faithful to God early on, sharing God's truth with your child, okay? You wanna be early on. Sharing them with their uh, child early on, okay? I want to encourage you guys with that. Uh, singing to your child. By the way, you guys know that there's studies done. Um, kids, that if you read to them in utero, they don't understand everything. But you know what? Uh, when they come out, there's a sense where their learning ability is much more higher. I don't know if you guys realize that. And it, by the way, even with children, uh, after they're born, and they're around physically with you, that you can see them. Do you guys realize that kids, when you read to them and you sing to them, uh, at an early age, I'm talking about the those young newborn age, their ability to be uh, do well in school uh, later on in life goes trem- tremendously increased. Did you guys realize that? That doesn't mean they know everything, right? When you tell them, right? So I was with my young daughters at one point in my life, I was like, I started reading them Van Til's apologetics, right? I was hopeful one day they'll know Greg Bonson. Anyways, but all that we're going to say that, you know what? why it's helpful is actually they associate uh, in their brain, in the like neurological studies, they associate reading and singing with your the parents showing love, so their love for reading and and all of that increases later on their ability to learn. So this is where don't just wait until they're born. How you how are you going to do it if you're not already regularly doing it even right now for those that are pregnant in utero? Okay, so sing to them, uh, read to them also as well. Okay, uh, how are you going? Uh, also, um, Discuss things of how are you going to figure out things for those that are new. You want to also talk, let's just say your mom To other younger moms, encourage them as, with questions How are you going to feed the baby, okay? Um, you'd be surprised sometimes people don't think about it Until you start th- talking to them and sharing your experience, right? Will you, feed, will you nurse them, use formula, both that kind of thing, okay? Third uh, application question of commitment How do you plan on changing babies? Will you guys use disposable diapers, cloth, that kind of thing, okay? good discussion to have okay ahead of time with uh, things by the way knowing earlier also means that um, what baby showers you get things accordingly okay better to plan than not plan okay fourth thing is uh, figure out the question or what are the roles of your parents and p- parents-in-law okay uh, don't just waste that time of like oh nine months I'm just gonna be working which is fine but also figure out things like hey what is the role of your parents and uh, in parent- in-laws okay uh, are you going to keep them as outlaws or are you going to keep them still in grace? Okay, things like that of that nature. Okay, uh, another application question is, who will be at the hospital when it's time to deliver the baby? Okay, um, I remember when Nancy was giving birth. That was like the first child born at TCC English Ministry in what, eight years or something? Some crazy number, I think. I don't remember. Um, do you guys remember this? I don't know if do you guys remember this. Um. I was in seminary. I still remember this because I had a seminar. I had to turn in an assignment for an Old Testament class and New Testament, okay? And I remember it was funny because uh, the New Testament, talk about New Testament being about grace. They were like saying, like, oh, you know what? Turn it in two weeks. And I already finished the paper. I felt guilty. Like this guy's showing me so much grace. And he says, no, ma-, he, the teacher was already telling me, no matter what, you're going to get 90% an A, okay? And I was thinking, what, what if I do a bad job? Like I was guilt driven, like oh, so much grace. And then the Old Testament professor, which is actually a. Uh, My wife and I went to the hospital at 1 o'clock, which was actually the time where um, I was supposed to be in class, okay? And then he was telling me, I don't understand. How come you didn't email me? And I was thinking, whoa. And he was telling me, you know what? The highest grade you could get is uh, 70%. I was like, whoa. What if I did a good job? Like, you know, but my wife is giving birth. And the professor literally told me, I'm not going to say his name, okay? He's still around. You know, like, he's like, you, but you weren't giving birth. And I was like, whoa, what is like. Then later on, I found out, like, uh, he never had kids of his own, they only adopt. Okay, I was like, but then even then, like, Old Testament, like, talk about, like, law, right? Okay, anyway, sometimes when you go to Grace Community Church, the other side of the church, when you go in, it says law. I'm just joking, okay? Let's go back on with that. Um, but with that, the commitment, uh, I bring up is to say with the commitment is also figure um, those things out. Oh, no, my screen went back blank, okay? Uh, so figure uh, that out uh, with the commitment of the role of the hospitals, okay? And I remember even with Nancy giving birth. Uh, if you guys remember, it was on a an, uh, that Tuesday night or Thursday night or whatever it was. Thursday night, it was Bible study. Um, Victor told me or my sister told me, like Vic Andrew was trying to teach, and Andrew's like, you know what, you know one of those rare time in Andrew's life, he says, I don't really feel like doing a Bible study tonight because I want to go see them. <laughs> and then they oh, all okay, came. Remember that? And it was like, you know, uh, I remember even Oscars showing up. But that's another story, another time, okay? Uh, but with that all said, okay, is. uh, you want to figure out who's going to be there ahead of time, okay? Figure that out ahead of time. And even saying, explaining things to people sometimes ahead of time, okay? Uh, with things, okay? Uh, other things to figure figure out also as well um, is also as well, uh, questions like even whether you're going back to work and, you know, care of the child and the comedy baby and all of that, okay? are potential problems that need to be discussed and worked out, right? With you and I, I think there's also a time to even have the obligation to read books preparing for marriage, okay? Uh, preparing for marriage, okay? I think preparing for marriage, uh, uh, not preparing for marriage, preparing for kids. Uh, I think preparing for marriage, preparing the ki- uh, for kids is the same. Like, uh, you know, as much as you prepare, you're always going to be what? Surprised, okay? You can never be fully prepared. But at the same time, that weird conundrum is that if you don't prepare at all, it's also like, whoa, that's not what? Good, okay? So I actually think like having kids is almost like going to war, right? It's like you, you, you should prepare, but you can't prepare for everything. But then if you don't prepare at all, that's also like, whoa, that's really bad, okay? So nevertheless, I also think those time, the season of even being pregnant is also a time of what? Being prepared, reading books, okay? I gave links to different books. Uh, On parenting that I recommend also as well okay so even as a mom if you're already mom with younger moms these are things you could use this outline to go over them you know put your fingerprint on it in a sense of making it your own things to add or moving things around to make it better organized um, with that okay Um, and also if you are a mom that's pregnant these are things to keep in mind even with each child whether it's your first or your last okay